Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the third numero tres episode of the Forecast Podcast, brought to you by your boy Truly, your boy Zachy, where we discuss all things Fortnite related, anything to do with Fortnite. I cover it. I bring you the goods. I tell you what's going on. Now we've had a lot happen recently, last couple days specifically in uh, Fortnite. Uh, I'm just gonna go over some of the things I'm gonna cover for this episode. I'm gonna go over the Summer Smash that happened that happened in Australia. That was exciting to watch. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of things to talk about with that. Um, we've got some new tournament announcements that uh, Fortnite announced after the Summer Smash. Um, and then we just had this new update as of January. 29th today yeah it's the 29th we just had a new update a lot a shit change some stuff that i wasn't really expecting and we're gonna get into that but uh something i wanted to show you guys that i thought was fucking hilarious so i came across this video of i'm sure you've fucking heard of him his name is arnold schwarzenegger and i saw this video of him and i was like so just listen listen to this video i'm gonna play it for you so he's talking about he's talking about working out in the gym, right? And when you work out in the gym, you get a, you get like a pump, right? So like your muscles like pump up, right? Because they're like inflated with blood, whatever. So he's talking about it, but listen, it'll make sense in a second. It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is, you know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. And so can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home, I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling, so I'm coming day and night, I mean it's terrific, right? (laughs) Could you imagine, could you imagine how fucking funny it would be if Arnold Schwarzenegger was that serious about Fortnite, like I'm coming in the lobby, I'm coming when I'm taking heads, I'm coming when I'm getting... A victory royale after a 50 kill dub. That's what I do. Ah, I'm always coming. It's great. My life is great. I'm always coming. <laughs> all I need is a 50 caliber machine grenade gun launcher and I'm happy and I'm going to come. I'm just going to come all the time. <laughs> I'm going to come. I'm going to come in the lobby. I'm going to come in the loading screen. I'm going to come when I land in Tilted. I'm going to come when I take his head. I'm going to come when I edit play around him and then, and then I'm just going to come. It's gonna be the end of the game. Imagine how great my life would be when I'm just coming. <laughs> Anyways, I just I thought of that the other day and I was just I was dying. I saw that and I thought of how funny it would be if he he played. I'm just going to come. I'm going to play. I'm going to turn on the the PlayStation. I'm going to come. I'm going to turn on the Fortnite. I'm going to be coming. I'm just always coming. That's pretty much how I am every time I play Fortnite. I'm just like I'm coming. I'm just always going to be coming in Fortnite. This is just amazing. Oh god, how do I transition after that? Holy shit. Um So, speaking of coming, the Summer Smash happened. Now, I watched pretty much all the games. Um first of all, I want to say I want to say this. The commentators, Dr. Lupo, I thought he did such a good job. Like I didn't realize that he cuz he's done the commentation on some of the other some of the other, you know, competitions. He did a great job. That's a hard job to do. He was given he was breaking it down so well. So you don't really have to know Fortnite that well. Obviously, if you're watching that on Twitch, you probably have an, a pretty good idea about Fortnite. You played at least a little bit, right? 
but it, even for the casual fan, he was breaking things down so well. His his he was so articulate with everything he was saying. And he, they switched out the commentators a couple times. He had this American guy with him. I didn't really. I think he he might be a streamer, but I honestly wasn't really feeling him too much. Then they brought in this Australian guy. Then they brought in an Australian girl, and he really carried that stream, that that broadcast of the tournament, because he was just, he did an excellent job, excellent job. Like I couldn't believe it. Like it sounded like he could do NFL games or NBA games. He did a really good job. So not only is he nasty in uh, in the lobby, but he's he's good. I'm not sure where I want to see him more, either playing or commentating. I don't know who could do better. Him and Courage is just a great combination. Him and Courage. Now, I'm not even talking about playing. I'm talking about commentating. They did a great job. But I want to talk about the gameplay of what actually went down, right? So, man, you know, it's so... These games are so much different than, than just your general public lobby, right? So many players are avoiding people. Right, because you get it's it's pretty much the same points. I think it's a little bit different, but you you're highly rewarded for winning this style tournament, right? So you're not too. The players don't have much motivation to go for high kills, right? It's more about winning the actual game and getting late game placement. So what this guy did was his name was X Two Twins, right? There's two of them. One of them qualified, one of them didn't, and I guess they streamed together. <clears throat> Uh, his name is Jesse, right? And what I like about this, this how they did it, how Epic threw this in Australia, right? Because I, I was looking at the list of players before it started, and I was like, I don't know who the, I don't know who any of these guys are. The only guy I recognized was, I think it was the, the Super Fresh agent, who actually didn't perform well. But um, what I liked about it was it, it's broadening Fortnite and Epic's reach of players to make it to how do i say this to make people to make streamers and pro players more popular so once we get everything figured out once we get the tournaments the tournament play style figured out we're going to be able to identify names right because not you know ninja's not playing in every tournament and even if ninja did play in every tournament there's still players you don't know so what i think they're trying to do is they're trying to make it more popular on a broader scale so once these tournaments really get rolling out we're going to be able to be like oh yeah i know that guy or I, oh yeah, I know this guy. Or he played here, he played here. So I really liked what they were doing there. But what this guy did, uh, Jesse, the X2 Twins, he played passive, right? He played passive, passive, passive. He had he did everything he could to have the most mats he could possibly have. He had, I think he was 99, you know, 900 on a lot of mats with, you know, on like the fourth circle, right? And what, 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 surprised me the most which i wasn't expecting him to do because i would think as the circle goes in you just got to be like okay yo i'm gonna i'm gonna be running into people and i need to i need to you know just get some kills but that's not what he did he played it very very passive he was turtling up and he only had two guns on his inventory slots he only had two guns each because he won three times in a row playing like this did he win three times or two times i think it was three times in a row I think it was, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure why I'm blanking out. I'm pretty sure it was three times in a row. Anyways, he won, he won three times in a row. And each time on the final circles, he had two guns. 
and the rest were heels. The rest were bandages, med kits, or a slurp. And I was like really shocked to see that, but he either had, I remember one game he had a pump and a grenade launcher, RPG, and then the other game he had a pump and an AR. Or maybe it might have been a pump and a deagle. Anyways, and I mean that strategy worked. He clearly won those games, those three games, every time. His strategy, boxing up, it's almost, I think he honestly practiced for that because these general lobbies, games do not end like that, right? So on the fifth circle, there would be like 50 people left and everyone would be on top of each other. There'd be a couple people on planes, but everyone was on top of each other and his turtling strategy was the best. Now, I don't know if this is how Epic likes their tournaments to go i.e. the boombox and that was another thing no one used a boombox which i thought was interesting and they probably did that because they needed the space for healing because they knew at the end it was just going to be a heal off now my thoughts on the heal off because a couple games did end like that right so there's no circle left there's no circle left the storm is doing a million damage per second right and everyone's just healing up healing up only one game ended like that Right, so there was one game where the circle couldn't possibly get any smaller, and these in the crazy fresh Asian or whatever his name is, um, he was he was dropping down. It was it was a, what I'm trying to say. It was a good ending to the game. It was intense, and I was locked in, and I was excited by it. But I think they got they got to do something to make it more combative between the players like i would love to see like a 1v1 or or you know 1v1v1 in like the fifth circle where guys are fighting for position instead of fighting for campfire position to heal out who can heal the out heal the other person so i wasn't a huge fan of that to be honest i really wasn't and it's still a process and we're still trying to figure it out it's a very complex game and there's many different ways to go about it but i just i that can't if that's what competitive Fortnite's going to look like, I don't think it's going to reach a grand scale. Because I'm going to watch it no matter what, right? But I would love to see Fortnite get on a really big screen and be... And what I mean by that is reach a large audience where people are want to watch this, right? Because I wouldn't want to watch that. If they had enough big names, I don't think it would matter. People would watch it anyway. But I would love to see big names in it, ton of cash on the line... And on top of that, just an epic last circle. I don't want to see heal offs. I don't want to see it. Although I was entertained by it, I'm more concerned for Fortnite being big. Because I think it's the best fucking video game in the game today, bar none. And they just need to do something about it. And this brings me to my next point. So, what I would like... This is, this is how I would like to see competitive Fortnite go. I don't want it to be like boxing, right? So boxing has a bunch of different leagues, not leagues, but they have a bunch of different associations and different categories of boxing. And there's no like clear cut winner, right? Like the UFC is just the UFC. If you're the light heavyweight champion, you're the light heavyweight champion. And it's because UFC is the number one competitive organization for that, right? You have some lower ones, but the like uh, the other one's called Bellator, right? So it's kind of more like the... It's not the premier. UFC is the premier. If you are a champion in UFC, you are outright champion. But in boxing, it doesn't necessarily work that way. They've got a bunch of different organizations that are somewhat equal as far as skill level goes. And if you're the champion in lightweight there, it's kind of more of an even playing field as far as talent goes. So I don't want to see that. I do not want to see that happen in Fortnite. 
I would love it to be a mix between golf and just your regular kind of, I would like to see it, how do I say this? So I'd like it to be like golf where there are opens and big events. I want it to be more events, but I would love if we can somehow at the end of, like, I would love there to be seasons, right? Not like the battle pass season, but I would love there to be seasons where at the end of the season, we crown a champion, right? And that last tournament would be the champion crowner, right? So there would be like a qualifier for this last tournament where we would crown a champion. Because these, like how tennis does it, there are, you know, the Australian Open, obviously where the Fortnite was just played, but the tournament was just played, but Australian Open, you got Wimbledon, you got... I know they play one in, uh, I think it's the Indian Open, something like that, right? But it's not like basketball, right? With basketball, you got the NBA Finals. That's just so intense. That's so intense. The whole season has led up to that point, and the winner goes home a champion. We're in tennis. It's a couple days, and they're the champion of that event. I don't like that, right? I'm okay with them being a champion of that event, but I would like it to move on to a tournament style where we crown a champion, right? That's what I would like to see. I think that would be the most entertaining. I think it would be a little different. But I'm just terrified it's kind of going to end up like boxing. Now, I'm sure some of you don't follow boxing. But people in boxing don't even like how it is in boxing. Alright, so I just think there's so much potential here for how entertaining this game is. And how the skill level is. And how, how vast the community, not vast, how big the community is. That we could be in for something really special. And I just hope, and they're testing it out a lot, right? So they're pa- they're testing it out with the pop-up cups, the Alchemist cups. They're testing it out in Australia like they just did. And they're actually just announced the ESL. So the ESL is really big, right? They've done a lot of big tournaments in the past. Not just Fortnite, but other games. But they're known to be one of the top, one of the top tournament holders in, Fortnite, in, uh, in gaming in general. And it's going to be held in Poland. <clears throat> now, what's crazy about that is total prize pool money is 600 grand, right? And it's a duos tournament, if I'm correct, if I'm correct. Now, they only have 35, I think they have 35 teams, and some more are going to be announced, right? So, the biggest names playing in this tournament is Tifu and Cloaky. Cloaky? Cloaksy? Something like that. I don't really know Cloaksy, Cloaky. I don't really know him that much. I don't really watch him. All I know, I, I, I do know he's nasty on the sticks, but I don't really know him that well. But that's the biggest name really in the tournament, right? So there's no Myth again. There's no Ninja. There's no, you know, there's no freaking Nick Merck, Cypher PK. No, like none of the big names are in there. I would like to see some more big names in these tournament. It would be way better because I look at the list of these players. I'm like, I don't know who the hell half these guys are. They might be really, really good. They may, they might be even just as good as some of the top players in my mind, but they're not good at content creating like some of the players that I know about. But I think that's, just, I don't, I don't think it should be a popularity contest. I don't want to see a popularity contest. I want to see the best players play. But I, at the same time, I would like to see some of the big names in some of these tournaments. Like honestly, half these guys, I have no idea. I have no idea. I can maybe name another couple teams. I'm looking at the list right now. I have. No clue how half these guys are. They're from other countries. Not that that should really matter, but they're just from other countries. And I don't know how they are. Oh, yeah, okay. Tifu and Cloak. Cloak. 
Just Cloak. All right, my bad, dude. Vivid and Poach are playing it. That's a that's a big name. Those are two big names. It's a duo tournament. I I personally personally like duo tournaments better. I think they're more entertaining. I think there's better story involved. I think they're more fun to watch. They're more fun to follow along with. Solo is entertaining too, but just like the team the team aspect of it makes it better. And I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with uh, squad if they ever do squad tournaments too. Which would be dope. I was watching, uh, speaking of Tifu, I was watching his stream the other day and he was going on about stream snipers. Alright. So, stream snipers are a really big issue, I guess, for streamers. That's obviously never happened to me, but these guys, these kids, I'm assuming they're kids because it's kind of, it's a very little bitch thing to do. You're literally not good enough to like play against Tifu, so you're gonna try and get into his game know exactly where he is just to kill him like if stream sniping is the equivalent of like kissing your sister like you don't really like talking to girls so you just like go for the easy route so you just like steal a kiss from your sister that's what you are i'm gonna start i'm gonna from now on on this podcast i'm not gonna call them stream snipers i'm gonna call them sister kissers sister kissers I think that's more fitting because it's just like such a bitch move, dude. You're not that good. So you got to hop into his game, cheat to know where he exactly where he is and what he has just to just to just to wet your whistle. Right. That just gets you off a little bit. Huh? Killing, killing, killing a streamer. Maybe it's Tifu. Maybe it's Daquan, whatever it is. Really? That's how you get off in life. Jeez. Because Tifu was saying he's like. Before I was big, I was getting like 20 bombs almost every game, but I get stream sniped so much. And if you watch his stream, you can see it. There's no way the guy would know exactly where he is sometimes. Like he'll be in a build battle or whatever it is, and the guy's just, it's almost like they can read his mind. And the only reason for that is because they're fucking, no, they're literally looking on the screen, the screen next to them knowing exactly where he is, and it's fucked up. But one thing I don't understand though is I know that on... Twitch, I believe, I don't stream, so I don't know, but I, I thought there was a two-minute delay. But then I guess that would fuck up your donos, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think they're going to figure something out, how to figure something up about that. Because that's definitely an issue among streamers. That would piss me the fuck off. That would fucking infuriate me if I had to kiss her sister trying to fucking get into my game and fuck with my shit. Anyways. Maybe that day will happen, maybe it won't. It doesn't matter. If you are a stream sniper, aka sister kisser, fuck you. Okay, but now that I got that off my chest, I want to go into this new update. Alright, so this new update just happened. It is update 7.30. Right. So they added a new uh, LTM. The LTM, all that glitters is gold. Uh, Not going to play it. Only thing I'm going to do on there is do the challenges to not fuck up my stats. So that, um, bring back, uh, for LTMs, I would love, I love that, that, uh, low gravity sniper one. And I love 50 versus 50. Bring those ones back. What are we doing? Uh, the chiller grenade. If you want to waste an inventory spot, get the chiller grenade drops in stacks of three max size stacks of six for complete and utter usefulness, throw them at the opponent and they get ice blocks on their feet. This is one of these items that Daquan walks around with and makes a video out of. 
And he's like, gotcha, brother. And they slide off a build. Literally the only people who are going to be using that. Um, okay. They said they were going to do something to the cozy campfire. I thought they were going to maybe up the heels. They were going to do something different to it. Because if you've been playing this game from season one, think about, I want you to think about all of the gun changes that they've made to the game, right? This just every week it's almost like there's a new weapon, there's a new item to kill someone with, but the healing is exactly the same, except for a slight adjustment to the slurp juice where it heals health and shield now. That is it. All of these updates, no change to heals, and as of right now in this current meta, if you want to call it that, this current, the current gameplay right now, shields are very hard to come by, especially if you're making it late game. Shields are hard to come by, and we can't even get shields now. So all I'm saying is we've had so many changes to this game, but healing is exactly the same. I don't think they've perfected that. I think there there has to be something to it. So when I saw that they were going to change something about the campfires, I was like, oh, cool, maybe it can like, give you shield too now because that would be... Uh, makes sense but now all that happens is it's easy to indicate when a campfire has been used and when a campfire is is being used and when it's active which I can admit I can admit sometimes I couldn't tell the difference like from a certain angle if it was far away but I was really hoping for some more heels changed because I feel like it's time we've had the game now for a year and a half like nothing's changed about healing nothing not one thing um, a lot of things vaulted. The bolt action sniper rifle vaulted. The burst rifle vaulted. The heavy shotgun vaulted and the SMG. Now, bolt action sniper rifle wasn't picking it up. Me personally, wasn't picking it up. All this, all the streamers I watch, YouTube videos, no one else was picking it up. The only sniper they were picking up was maybe the silenced, if they were in a squad, or the heavy. Because that's really the only snipers worth picking up. And I like that they vaulted a lot of, uh, they vaulted four items, right? So now that they vaulted four items, there might be a better chance of us getting shields from a chest, goddammit. Uh, burst rifle, never used it unless I had to. I'm glad they got rid of that. I don't think anyone used it. I only knew one person that I played with that actually preferred it, and he's a crazy person. Uh, heavy shotgun, no one was picking that up ever since the the buff to the shotguns with the, the heavies and the pur the purple and the gold heavy uh, not the, uh, the pumps, the purple and gold pumps, uh, the, the heavies were useless, the heavies were useless if you picked it up if that's all you had, that's like one of those situations and I'm sure Fortnite saw that because they, they have data on all of this and they were like, okay, no one's picking this up let's drop it, and I think it was good because I'm hoping when I play tonight I'm going to get more shields out of chest God damn it. Um, the suppressed SMG is back. AKA Rip City. That gun rips, dude. That thing rips. The fire rate on that thing is insane. Honestly, for me personally though, I'm still picking up the dualies over the silent sub. The silent sub is good. Like, it's okay. I'm either picking up the dualies or the deagle. You right now you can't you I I don't I'm not no, 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 no. I'm not picking up any, even the, even the, oh my, even the P90. I'm not picking up the P90. The dualies are too, too OP in my opinion. Same with the Deagle. You hit someone with the dualies in the head, not even the head. You hit them in the body, 82, 82. 82, 82. 
all together. So bang, bang, 82. That's hard to beat. You hit him with a pump. You get a clean shot on the pump uh, to the chest. 100, 82, 82. There's no way. There's there's no way they're making it out of that. And that, I've gotten so many wins because of that recently. Um, what else? Oh yeah, but the dual pistols did the uh, the drop rate did get reduced a little bit, which kind of sucks. But I was playing today, and I was still able. I was still able to find plenty. And something I'm really happy Fortnite does that makes it better than any game I've ever played are the pop-up cups or the events they have for the general public to play in if you are if you take if you if you play this game even remotely serious and you're trying to get better and you're not playing in these events you're not squatting up or doing up or playing the solo events you're making a huge mistake they just said that they uh they just said that they are going to make they're gonna include the architect cups which i don't fucking get where these names are coming from but Listen, it's it's such a great opportunity to play skill-based matchmaking because you get a gauge on where you're at and, you, and then you quickly learn what you need to work on, right? Fortnite has a lot of aspects to it and it makes it, if you get, let's say you get 15 points, right? You get 15 points in a pop-up cup, pretty good, not bad. You're going to be playing against people really good. I've heard if you get anywhere from 15 to 18 points, it's practically a scrim at that point. You're playing against very good players, and they are going to expose you for what you are bad at. It's going to become very, very clear. And that's great. You're going to get you're going to get absolutely destroyed in these, probably. You're going to get absolutely destroyed in these. But you need to you need to come at it from a a big picture point of view. Right, you need to ask yourself, how am I dying? What did I do? How am I going to prevent this from happening again? Okay, don't just keep dropping into tilted and getting marked and not and not actually taking note of what's going on. Okay, we need to we need to think smart about this. If you're trying to get better, if that's important to you, think smart about it. If it's not, then then I don't know what to fucking tell you. Then this is advice isn't for you. But you need to be playing the pop-up cups. You absolutely need to. Skill-based matchmaking is huge. Anytime I get done, anytime I actually play the the whole pop-up cup or architect cup or whatever it is, the next day I'm playing so much better. right? Because when we join a lobby, it's just general. It's not skill-based matchmaking. Now, recently, there have been some big players that claim that Fortnite has implemented skill-based matchmaking without telling anyone. Now, this is a bit of an issue, right? So I think it was even Tifu. Tifu said that he was playing, and he said it was practically... I, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he said that it was practically a scrim lobby is what he was... That's what he allegedly said. And then that very next game, he logged into his you know, backup account or whatever it is that he doesn't play on that often. And he says it was bot city. Just absolute bot. But. And that's and that's not cool, right? Because another game did that not too long ago called Destiny. Now, I've never played Destiny. But Destiny had, had a pretty big uh, following. And it was pretty big. But Destiny implemented skill-based matchmaking. And they didn't tell anyone. And it didn't go over well. And I don't know why. I don't think it's that big a deal. People were upset about it. And people and some people believe that's why they stopped playing the game. It's because they did that without telling anyone and they thought it was bullshit, I guess. But 
here's i saw this on reddit okay this guy because a couple of streamers were saying this that they they did the exact same thing that tfue did right he logged into a, another account and it was re, it was just bot city and they went back to their other account and it was like insane it was hard to play but this guy played in 10 matches on this guy's pretty good too right he's he probably i think he has like a kd of like five right so he's getting at least five kills a match which is pretty good so i mean sometimes he's getting 10 sometimes maybe a little bit less than five but he's pretty good he played he logged out of his main account started a new one did 20 games right he did 20 games on this new account and then he did 20 games on his actual account right one with you know a high kd high win percentage stuff like that and then what he did was is he averaged out on fortnite tracker go check it out fortnite tracker is awesome get your uh, knowledge on your kd he went on to fortnite tracker and he got the average kd so kill death ratio on those 20 players on both on the the backup account and on his main account the average kd on both of them matched up perfectly it was both at 1.6 something like that the average kd 1.6 1.6 so that's kind of proof to me that that theory is bullshit it's a random lobby in a random lobby you can be running into a 44 pop-up point pop-up cup point you know killer or you can be running into bot city it really it's really up in the air so really I don't think Fortnite's doing it. I don't think they would do that. I think these Fortnite people have made arguably one of the best games ever. And they're very smart. And <laughs> they wouldn't make a mistake, such a fatal mistake that Destiny did. I've never played Destiny. I don't even really understand what it's about. But it, it, it ruined the game. It really did. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm going to wrap up with that. Um if you haven't already, tell your friends about the best Fortnite podcast in the game today. Um, send them on over here. Rate my podcast. Tell me what you think. Uh, and if you haven't, which I'm assuming you have, but go over to the underscore forecast podcast and give me a follow so you stay up to date. You can see my ugly mug and see what's up. So thank you for listening. Peace.